Welcome to tonight's episode of G-Square Talking Sports, where tonight um, I'm going to talk about um, the incredible and crazy race that we have in the Western Conference in the NBA <clears throat> when it comes to playoffs, where uh, right now we have the Utah Jazz currently holding the third spot with 33 losses, but if you look down the eighth spot, the Minnesota Timberwolves have 35 losses, with Denver right behind. Same amount of losses, 35, but Minnesota right now holding the tiebreak. And that is the tightest race that I have seen in a long time since I've been watching basketball. And um, with, I believe, three games left to play, I mean, you're talking, we can possibly have the San Antonio Spurs, who right now currently are in the sixth spot, they can be out of the playoffs by Sunday, or, you know, you also have, um, excuse me, by next week, but you can also have Oklahoma City, who had high hopes with uh, Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, Russell Westbrook, they could be out of the playoffs, and the Clippers, they could still, you know, theoretically get in, but they're, you know, fighting, they have 37 losses, so I believe that there's only about three games left, so that pretty much uh, all but eliminates the Clippers, which is another interesting fact that there will not be um, playoff basketball in Los Angeles this year, and uh, you know you can say what you want, but uh, I'm sure uh, the NBA is not happy that there is no basketball being played this year in, uh, for playoffs for in Los Angeles. But maybe next year. But getting back to this year's playoffs, I mean, right now you know you have Utah in the third spot. You have. Utah's in the fourth spot. You got New Orleans occupying right now the fifth spot with 34 losses. San Antonio, same with 34 losses. They're in the sixth spot. Oklahoma City, they all have 34 losses in the seventh spot. And then you got Minnesota in the eighth spot, 45 and 35, with Denver right behind with the same amount of losses, just 44 and 35. You know, um, so this can all change by next week. Another thing we do know is that Houston has home court advantage with the Golden State Warriors, the second seed, and Portland now the third seed. Um, you know, you can have interesting looking at this here. You know, we can have, um, depending on it all shakes out, you can have a number one Houston playing an eighth seed, maybe Minnesota. I mean, I, I do think Houston wins that series, but, you know, with, with Minnesota's youth, do they push them a little bit, or does Houston get an easy victory? But you can also, depending on how, you know, it ends up next week, you can have Houston playing San Antonio. San Antonio could slide all the way down to the eighth seed. You know, you can also have possibly Houston playing Oklahoma City in that first-round matchup. So, intriguing first-round matchups there with the Houston Rockets. You know, you can also have a Golden State-San Antonio first round. You know, which I think Golden State wins, but back in the days when there used to be a... Uh, Five game series that have been that would have been really good to see you know five games you got Popovich going up against his uh, pupil um, with Steve Kerr you know if I if it was a five game series yeah I, I would I would not necessarily say that Spurs would win win the series but definitely would be a different different perspective on that 
you know, you can also have, uh, you know, you're looking at a possible maybe Portland and Oklahoma City first round matchup. You'd have Damian Lillard, you know, the backcourt, Damian Lillard and uh, McCollum going up against uh, pretty much Russell Westbrook in the backcourt, but you also got Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, if he's, you know, even going to be effective. Uh, surprise team that I've, you know, not many people talking about, probably because they play in a market that, you know, we don't really, uh, doesn't really get a lot of um, publicity, but that's the Utah Jazz. They're a young, up-and-coming. Quinn Snyder's done a good job there. Uh, you know, you got uh, Rudy Gobert in the middle. Anytime you got a good man in the middle, being able to block shots, um, disrupt, you know, things going on in the paint, you have a shot. Uh, you have uh, this rookie, Donovan Mitchell. Many people are now saying, you know, could have been the first pick in the draft. You know, it's always hindsight, obviously, after, after you know, everything, everybody starts playing, but he's, he's good. So, you know, Utah is an interesting team. You know, they might be able to win a series. Maybe push a team in the second round. New Orleans, now there's another team that, uh, you know, is, uh, is another X factor. Obviously, not having DeMarcus Cousins really hurt. But, you know, anytime you got a guy, the brow, to put up 40 and 20, you know, you, you definitely had to have a shot. Again, I'm not saying these teams will go on to beat the Rockets or the Warriors. But um, at least we'll have, you know, hopefully some good matchups. I think, you know, fun to watch on television. You know, with everybody's, you know, anticipating a Houston and a Golden State Western Conference Finals. So, you know, if that's the case, hopefully we have some some excitement before. Maybe, maybe we do have an upset. Um, you know, we do have San Antonio. I do believe San Antonio, obviously, they're going through their issues right now with Kawhi Leonard. And uh, will he be back? Will he not be back? That's the, you know, that's the, that's the pressing issue right now. Um, I personally believe that he's not going to come back, and there's definitely something there. Um, he is hurt, but I do believe there's other issues going on in San Antonio. They're an older team. Now, remember in the playoffs, there are no back-to-backs, so that does help the older team in San Antonio. However, I just don't think they have enough to um, sustain, you know, they could maybe win one series, not depending on where they land, you know, they could still get the fourth seed, and they'd have home court advantage, but as it's standing right now, they will not have home court advantage, where, you know, looking at their home record, they're 31-8, and eight, but on the road, they're 14-26, and 26, so that's, that's where you have to say the Spurs, you know, I mean, they're going to make the playoffs for the 28th year in a row where a lot of people, you know, two weeks ago thought they weren't going to make the playoffs, but it's looking like it's definitely, uh, they're going to make the playoffs. Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, that's a team very interesting. You know there's going to be a lot of drama surrounding them, especially with, uh, anytime you have Russell Westbrook, there will be some uh, drama, good or bad, especially on, you know, the way he dresses before the game, but that's a different podcast. But, uh, you know, they're an interesting team because definitely have the talent. And, you know, they do have two pretty much legit superstars right now in uh, Russell Westbrook and Paul and George. And, you know, you do have a Carmelo Anthony, although, you know, he's not playing at the level that he once was playing. He's still capable of he gets hot and go off, score, you know, and go off for a game or two. Um, now on the defensive end, I do think they suffer. 
Um, it all depends also on Andre Roberson. <clears throat> Although Andre Roberson is not good on on the uh, offensive end, he does help him out on the defensive end. I personally think Oklahoma is looking at a one and done, and uh, you know they're going to go into a season, an off season, where they could quite possibly lose a uh, Paul George. Because you know the rumors of him coming out to Los Angeles are heating up even more with him not liking uh, playing with Russell Westbrook, apparently, supposedly, from what you hear in the rumors, but a lot of times that's what they are, you know, rumors, we won't know until, obviously, July 1st, and then with the 8th seed right now, you got the Minnesota Timberwolves, now that's a team, another one, again, they're very young, uh, great defensive team, but, uh, you know, I don't think they have enough, obviously, they'd be going up either against Houston or Golden State, they might be able to win one game at home. They do have a good home record on the road. They're below 500, so I don't, I don't see them. You know, they're they're up and coming. Definitely gonna make the playoffs, break that streak. But I just I see them getting either swept or maybe a 4-1 uh, early exit in uh, in the playoffs. And then Denver, Denver's still fighting. They're outside looking in right now. But again, anything can happen. You know, I I'm looking at a you know Houston Golden State. Western Conference Finals, but anything can happen, especially with Golden State right now with their injury situation. You know, you have Steph Curry; he's still very limited. He's out right now. Uh, KD's been hurt throughout the year a couple times. Uh, we know Draymond's gone down, and also we don't know where Draymond sometimes where his head's at. He can uh, all of a sudden be a loose cannon out there. So you know, there there just a couple questions with the Warriors, but I also think the Warriors are obviously been there done that so they don't need the home court advantage to win they've proven it by winning a championship on Cleveland's home court so I, I think I personally think Golden State's going back to the, to the finals you know I think Houston is a good story but just I die you know does Chris Paul finally get past the second round I mean, that's the big story is he's also he hasn't gotten past the second round but I do believe they can beat the Warriors, but I think the Warriors, when the playoffs come, can you beat them four times? And I just don't, at least this year, not yet, unless, you know, like we said before, unless the injuries really hit, um, I do I do see Golden State coming out of the West. Uh, you know, that's that's how I see it, and you know, that's what I see in the Western Conference. And um, when we come back, we'll be uh, looking at the Eastern Conference, and is LeBron, is this the year LeBron doesn't make it to the finals? That's that's what we're going to find out. So uh, we'll be back on G-Squared. squared talking sports and now we're going to look at the eastern conference for the nba playoffs coming up we start next weekend right now currently we got the toronto raptors with the number one seed number one overall seed in the east and actually they have wrapped up home court advantage throughout the eastern conference playoffs first time in their franchise's history that they will be um, hosting 
all the all their playoff games at home at least to start. But uh, that's that's big for them because right now I do believe they uh, actually they have the second best home record with a 33 and seven record at home. So that's that's definitely um, going to be a tough place to go in and win a game. Number two right now in the East we have the Boston Celtics with an overall record of 54 wins and 25 losses, um, and they're going to be the number two seed. With the number three seed, the process is complete, and Philadelphia will be more than likely. They're still fighting with the Cleveland Cavaliers, but right now they occupy the third seed at 49 wins and 30 losses. Coming in the fourth seed is LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers, which is kind of a not the usual position that they're usually in, the fourth seed, but again, we've seen in the past teams have won championships without having home court advantage. And it's anytime you have LeBron on the on your team, you do have a shot, especially in the East, where there is no clear cut favorite. <clears throat> Fifth seed, we've got the Indiana Pacers at forty seven wins and thirty three losses. That's an interesting team, considering that they uh, traded away many people believed at the beginning of the year that they did not get the best part of that trade, but Victor Oladipo has shown to be uh, an all-star and actually a great piece in that team. So they are the fifth seed. And uh, the sixth seed is the Miami Heat. And um, they are obviously, you know, led again by Mr. Dwayne Wade. But they have other pieces like uh, Goran Dragic and Hassan Whiteside. So they are the sixth seed. The seventh seed are the Milwaukee Bucks. And things did not start out too well for the Milwaukee Bucks. Obviously firing their coach, Jason Kidd. But they have righted the ship enough to where right now they are the seventh seed. And the eighth seed, and rounding it out, because everybody else has been eliminated in the East, will be the Washington Wizards with John Wall and Bradley Beal in the backcourt. And this will be, you know, interesting because not too long ago they were considered a favorite to possibly be one of the top teams in the East, and they had to fight and claw there at the end to make the playoffs. So right now, we're looking at first-round matchups. We're looking at Toronto playing Washington. I believe that one is either going to be 4-0 or maybe 4-1. Washington might be able to. All these teams can can maybe get one at home. Um, Anytime you got the home crowd and you get energized, you can win a game. But I, I, I don't see Toronto getting past five games in that series. Uh, you know, the Celtics playing the Bucks now. This one could be an interesting matchup. Obviously, now that we got the news that Kyrie Irving will be out for the playoffs, that that's a huge um, loss for the Celtics not having their leader. But uh, I don't think that necessarily means that they cannot do well in the playoffs. I do believe they're going to win this series, but I think now it'll it'll be stretched out a little longer than the Celtics probably wanted. And I do think it goes, you know, goes to six, maybe even seven. I think Milwaukee, they have the pieces that can push push the Celtics right now, especially with no clear-cut um, leader at the point. Um, for the Celtics, I think... They have uh, Rozier starting. They even brought in another kid. They signed off of Dallas's, uh, I believe, 
League team, so we got, uh, you know, some issues in the backcourt for the Celtics. Brad Stevens, though, has shown um, it doesn't matter what's been dealt to him. He has shown that he'll have his team ready and to play. I do like the Bucks, though. They're young and exciting, especially with the Greek Freak. Um, anytime you have him, it'll be fun to watch him in the playoffs. The third seed, Philadelphia 76ers. Took a while, but they're back in the playoffs. And, um, you know, right now, they will be going up against the Miami Heat. And it's an interesting, interesting matchup because although, you know, Philadelphia is the better team, you do have a team that not many players on that team have, have experienced playoff basketball with the 76ers. So you never know how that is going to be. And, you know, is Joel Embiid going to be 100% coming back after the facial fracture? They do have Ben Simmons playing at a high level, probably the rookie of the year, more than likely when the voting is done. You know, you got him, but again, these are all young young players. You do have some veteran leadership and a J.J. Redick, who I think, uh, you know, obviously has tasted a little playoff success with the Clippers, so I think he'll be able to help uh, with shooting and also just be that veteran presence in the locker room. But they're going up against the Heat team that they got veterans on that team. Obviously, you got Mr. Wade County. Um, you got Hassan Whiteside. I, I, I do think Philadelphia wins that series. I say Philadelphia in six, but uh, who knows? You know, might go seven. Uh, then you got the four-five matchup right now: Cleveland against Indiana. And uh, you know, when the season started, if you would have told me Cleveland was playing Indiana. I would have said Cleveland wins, you know, four and five. But we've seen the way Cleveland has been playing lately, and you know. Are they going to be able to correct these issues going into the playoffs? I do believe they, they do win that series. and uh, But I, I think that one does go seven. I think this is the year that LeBron really gets tested in the playoffs. And he might they might be looking at seven-game series each, each one of the rounds that they're in. So that is the first round. Um, you know, before the Kyrie Irving um, injury, I would have, I would have probably... Um, said I was looking at a Boston Cleveland Eastern Conference Finals but you know now with that injury who knows Toronto I'm not I'm not sold on Toronto although they do have home home court advantage I do think they're gonna they will play Cleveland and LeBron is in their head and he's shown the last couple regular season games just last week I believe Cleveland went in there and they, they beat him on their home court if that happens in game one, I think LeBron gets in their head again and Cleveland will win that series. And if that's the case, then you know you could possibly, you know, you could possibly be looking at a Philadelphia Cleveland Eastern Conference Finals. With the way things are, you know, with uh, the Celtics uh, with their injuries, you know, I mean, who knows? Maybe one of the lower seeded teams can shake things up in the East. I do think there will be more upsets in the East than we have in the West just because you know, the East is not as strong in my opinion but you know we never know um, it'll be it'll definitely be interesting I'm looking you know I know a lot of people don't probably don't like it but we're probably looking at another Cavaliers Warriors finals maybe part four um, we'll see again injuries will play a big role in these playoffs, bigger role than, than before. We have a lot of uh, the big names that are not at 
and see how that shakes out. So, um, can't wait, you know, next week, regular season ends, we get into the playoffs, although my Lakers aren't, are going to be going to the playoffs again for the fifth year in a row, but they're on the right track, it'll still be exciting as a basketball fan to be able to watch uh, playoff basketball next week. So, um, thanks for listening to G Squared, talking sports, and uh, have a good night.